No weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. You will excel. You are blessed and cannot be cursed. You are progressing in the name of Jesus. Every obstacle or challenge is bowing before you. Every opposition is crushing before you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You are increasing on every side. Favor is at work in your life. Favor is at work in your life. Before the mighty and the lonely. Favor is at work in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Favor before God. Favor before men. Is at work in your life. In the name of Jesus. Your needs are supplied. Your needs are supplied. Testimonies are chasing you down. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Too many testimonies that you can share. Too many testimonies that you can share. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are are prospering. You are progressing. You are advancing. In the mighty name of Jesus. Where you have been delayed, double speed is locating you. Where you have been stuck Double speed is working you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Welcome, precious one. The message you're about to listen to will bless and enlighten you, and you are delighted about this. Ministering is Reverend Elijah, Pastor of Christ's Glory Ministries. Stay tuned, and God bless you. to be crying, expecting you to be on your knees, expecting you to be, to give up because of all the things he keeps bombarding you with. Hallelujah. And yet you stand there and you say, devil, not this place, not this time, not again. Hallelujah. When you stand that way, you resist him. Everything he is intending, planning, you frustrate his works. Hallelujah. I hear what I'm saying. Yeah. And listen, there is more than enough strength in you to overcome any adversity, any challenge, any unpleasant situation. You don't know who you are. There's more than enough strength in you. There's more than enough grace upon your life to frustrate every machination of the evil one. You are greater than you think you are. Yes, sir. You are stronger than you think you are. Yes, sir. I hear what I'm saying. Yes, sir. That's why we stand in faith like this. Speaking in tongues and declaring the word of God. We are doing something that is beyond your mental assessment. Something above and beyond what you could expect or think. Sometimes, you see, you just need to be there. Thoughts may begin to come to you. Maybe you didn't even plan it. You woke up in the morning, you went to work. Suddenly, you just saw something and then it just began to bring you memories of how it's like you're stagnant. How it's like nothing is happening. How it's like this too is taking too much, too long. Suddenly, maybe you didn't plan to even think that way. That is such a natural trouble. As you said, not Uber. As you got a phone call, as you went that status, suddenly 
Why? Because the enemy is targeting you to fire, send fire. arrows any opportunity you can get. Mm. Fire but in those moments. That's why you need to read the scriptures. Fire heat. You open the encyclopedia fire of the word of God that you have in your spirit. Mm. Holy fire. You find one. Popular one that many people know is something is real. Oh, then you begin to talk to the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You begin to recite it. Are you know what I'm saying? You begin to recite it. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He restores my soul. Sometimes a, a person's soul and man can be troubled, but you declare, you speak it, he restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk with the voice of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy stop, they comfort me. Thou anoint my head with oil, my cup ran over. Before we get to him, that man says, That will press a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Not away. In their presence. That means your victory will come in the midst of the opposition. Your victory will come in the presence of the opposers. Don't always be looking for them to disappear quickly. For in their presence, the opposition can be human or inhuman. Opposition can be a situation or a circumstance, even a health issue. He says, in the midst, he puts a table for me in the midst, in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup went over. Yea, though I walk through the valley, 
of the shadow of death. I fear no evil. For God with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup run over. Surely, 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 goodness. Hey, 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 hey. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. In 2021, goodness and mercy is following me. Surely, 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 not by guesswork, not by probability, not based on what I see or don't see. He said, surely. He said, surely. He said, surely. He said, surely. Not by chance. He said, surely. Not by probability. He said, surely. Not by what I'm seeing. He said, surely. Not by what I'm hearing. He said, surely. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. Not a curse. Not slander. Not misfortune. Not calamity. Not sickness. Not disease. Surely, goodness and mercy. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. 2021 is part of the days of your life. Meaning that in this year, goodness and mercy is following you. As we step to the next half of this year, goodness and mercy is following you. Surely, assuredly, goodness and mercy shall follow him. What is goodness? Goodness is grace. That which you didn't qualify for. That which you didn't merit. Goodness. What is mercy? Mercy means I deserve judgment, but I'm giving mercy. Mercy means I deserve to be punished for this, but it is waived. That is mercy. Grace may be getting what you don't deserve, but mercy is not getting what you deserve. Mercy is not getting the negative, the punishment, the judgment that you deserve. That is mercy. So he combines the two. And he says, goodness, the good things, the gracious things, the blessed things you don't even deserve, you didn't merit, you didn't qualify for. He said, those ones, you get it. Then he says, the negative things, your mistakes, that you are supposed to pay for dearly, that you are supposed to be judged by, punished for. He said, the punishment will affect you. That's what this is. He said, surely, come near Rakatiya Hey, 
Kalonobos, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Lift your voice and bless his holy name. Come on, somebody. Lift your voice and bless his holy name. Meditate on his word right now. Meditate on his word right now. Meditate on his word right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We will answer the Holy Ghost. I am a Koramono you are worthy, Lord. You are worthy. 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 Telling me is worthy. Worthy of all praise. Worthy of all adoration. He is worthy. Blessed be your holy name. 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 We thank you, Father. We honor you, Holy Spirit. We acknowledge your ever tangible presence in our midst, in this place. We acknowledge your presence in the presence of your holy angels. Thank you for bondages that are broken right now. Thank you for setbacks that have been turned into catapultings right now. Thank you for delays and stagnation that have been turned into speed. Thank you for darkness that light has been caused to come out of. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your grace. Father, in this place, even now, our hearts and our minds are open to receive of the ministry of your word and spirit. To be taught by the Holy Ghost, to be instructed in righteousness, to be propelled by the mighty hand of God in advancement of that path that you called us to. Thank you for supernatural progress. To receive of all the confidence. We ask your intention to find out this place now. Bless you, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus. And all the saints shout a big amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Shake somebody by your side. Welcome them to service. Tell them goodness and mercy followed you in here today. And tell them it will follow you out of here even today also. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. When I meditate on this scripture, there are a lot of precious insights that come to mind about the character of our God. I hear me. About the character and the person of our God. I was in the car on my way somewhere and then I began to think on something. And then the Lord began to teach me something about this principle of faith and what faith is trying to teach us. So I was observing that at different stages of my life and of the things that God had called us to called me to do. Sometimes we could get to a place or let's have to get to a place where it looked like, how is this going to be done? Then at that point the provision would come. I listen to me. Don't miss what I'm sharing. I could get to another phase because God has said something should be done. Then the resources may not necessarily be already stacked up somewhere. But then it would come. Then God would ask me, do this. Then without any hope or assurance, physical assurance from anywhere, then she will come. And God said to me, He said, at every point in time, 
I have all that you need in the provision you require at that point. Then he began to teach me, explain to me that what men are accustomed to is seeing their inheritance or their resources or their possessions stored up somewhere. And that gives them faith and assurance to be able to know that, oh, okay, I have this, so I can do this. But he was explaining to me that faith is trying to teach us that we don't have to see those physical assurances as long as he is, as long as he is there, he is all the provision. What faith tries to teach us is that as long as God is constant at every point, whatever is required, because he is a substance and a sufficient at whatever point, fish will come. At whatever point, whatever is needed will come. Because he, he told Abraham, I am the exceeding great reward. What faith seeks to help us understand is not our assurance coming from the things we can see and feel and touch and have hope in, but the God who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I hear me. The God who does not change. The God who is all-sufficient. Hallelujah. Praise God. I hope you catch it. Without an understanding of faith, you always be asking questions when God asks you to get something done. Because you'll be asking God, where will this come from? If you notice in the ministry of Moses, when he was beginning out, that was when he asked God many questions. How like this? I am this. This cannot happen. Oh, but this way, but I cannot speak. Blah, blah, blah. As he walked with God, they did stop asking questions. Every true believer, growing believer, maturing believer, the more they walk with God, they learn to start asking less questions. Especially questions about how will it happen or how the provision come. And they learn to obey. They learn to obey. I hear you. Yes, sir. Listen, your hope, your stability, your assurance, your faith is not in any treasury bill in the bank, not in any house or landed property. It is in the God that is eternal and unchanging. Listen, things of this world, men, money, resources can fail. There is only one who, regardless circumstances, seasons, or timings, is present. That is your God. I listen to me. That is your God. And that is a heavy understanding that if it is able to be established in your spirit, established in your mind, you will shift from the realm where normal men walk to the place where divinity walks. That is when you will now be able to see the wonders, the miracles, the divine provisions that you read off in the Bible happen in your life. We are so amazed and enthused about the miracles and wonders we read about the men in scripture. How that God brought forth water out of a rock. They didn't have a reservoir. They weren't carrying bottles of water. At every point in time, whatever was needed, God was there. And as impossible as it sounded for water to come out of rock, God made water come out of rock for them to drink. These were men who had learned to stop questioning God. And had begun to understand that everything, God is everything. Are you hear what I'm telling you? Yes, sir. God is everything. God is everything. 
we are amazed when we and excited when we read the story about how Elijah was on a journey to the Buddha of Zarephan. And when he needed food, God caused the people to carry food to him. These are men who had bypassed that stage of trying to have their balance, their assurance, their stability on what they can see or touch or feel. The songwriter said, On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking ground. That is the truth. If you want to stand on the degree, it is a sinking ground. If you want to stand on who you know, it is a sinking ground. If you want to stand on the security that that job can provide, it is a sinking ground. There's the someone that said, Christ is a solid rock. That is where many of us make our mistakes. God has become our solid rock. We sing it, we say it, we like the idea of it, but in our hearts, it truly has not become so. God hasn't become our solid work yet. But he must be. Because he's the only sure constant. When there was need for when there was need, just worship the good news. Oh, the glory of God is in this place. When there was need for Elijah to be fed, oh God, establish his understanding, establish his truth. Where that is tested in your life, there will be periods 
Whether that is tested in your life, whether you have understood it yet, or you still need some more time to understand it. Abraham passed that stage. What did God say? After Abraham, Oh, shikarate kosalare na toka pasedi kaso shakibaha. Ah, shikorono kapara. Ah, shikadora kete sandipaha. Aki usande. Shedere da kusamande. New doors are opening for you right now. Jesus New grace is falling on you right now. La cobra da kataya God is raising us up to a new place. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When God told Abraham, Bring me Isaac. Bring me Isaac. Your only son Isaac. And sacrifice upon the mount. And Abraham obeyed. And took his only son, oh God, and climbed the mountain. They went three days' journey. Day one, his mind could have changed. Day two, his mind could have changed. For 25 years, I've not had any son. The one I had with Hagar, you said he's not the one. Now I've had this one with Sarah for 25 years. How? How do I now come and sacrifice his son? How, how sure am I that Sarah can even be strong again to give birth at her age? Maybe it was a miracle that one happened, but what about two? Can it even happen? Day one, you could have changed his mind. Sometimes circumstances may be going in your life. You are praying, you are serving, but the journey is still in motion. Day two, Abraham was still on this journey. Day three, told the servant that was with him, wait for us here. Because by that time, he knew that even the servants, when he sees what Abraham wants to do, the child will interfere. Because they all know how long it has taken this man to get one son from Sarah. But Abraham carries this golden son of his onto the mount. Whether there were tears in his eyes, we don't know. Whether his heart was heavy, we may not know. But the Bible tells us that on the altar, Isaac was laid. And Abraham was ready to sacrifice him to God. That place of trust, that place of trust that Abraham had come to. The Bible says, God called to Abraham, Abraham, Abraham. God had to call twice because the man was resolute and was about to do it. God called him, Abraham, Abraham. Don't hurt the child. Now I know there will be times to try if that understanding has been established in the end. How you respond those situations matter a lot. And God told Abraham, then now I know. And then God told him to look, he has provided a ram. Then Abraham took that sheep and slew it. Trust. 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 Trust has a way of living, a way of talking, a way of thinking. The man that trusts in God speaks different. I hear what I'm saying. I hear what I'm saying. The man that trusts in God speaks differently. There may be no hope around, but that man will never talk hopelessly. He will still speak in faith and speak in audacity and authority because God is with him. And he's assured of the presence of God in his life. He's not looking to judge the availability of God in his life by circumstances, but rather by what God has said. You see, what God has said 
is what gives us the impetus to trust, to have faith, and to walk the way we do. And listen to me. That is what the Bible says in Romans 10, verse 17. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. I hear what I'm saying. Because it is God's word that gives us the impetus, the audacity to be able to believe and to be able to conduct our lives in the way of faith. Are you hearing me, somebody? Are you hearing me? Are you here? God's word should influence how you think, how you talk, how you function in every area, in your health, in your finance, in your future, in your expectations. What he says to you, you can put it in the bank. You can bank on it. Are you what I'm saying? And we need to live in that place of faith in his word, faith in his person. Are you hearing me? Faith in his person. God is a person. God is a person. God is a person. I didn't say he's a man, I said he's a person. Someone doesn't have to be a man before he's a person. I listen to me. And as a person, he can be trusted. Come on, I repeat. As a person, he can be trusted. How do you trust a person? You trust them from their words from their actions. Because we don't see God physically, his actions have been recorded for us in his word. I listen to me. Yes, so we can have the two things by which we trust a person to be able to trust him. The two things we have to trust a person are the person's words and the person's actions. His actions are some that are recorded for us in heaven. And in the same, we have his words also. What gives us our victory in temptation, in trial, in challenges, or even for whatever we're expecting, is our ability to be firm on His Word, to remember it, to be persuaded by it, and to walk in the light of it. That's what Jesus did. When the devil came, it's interesting that Jesus will finish a 40-day fast, and the first voice he hears is not the voice of God, the voice of the devil. Yes. Sometimes it's like that. After your 12 hour prayer, after your four hours prayer, after giving that, that sacrificial seed, the first voice you may hear or the first person you may meet may not be God, it may be Satan. But at that point, you have to remember his word. have to remember the personality of God. Because you see, what puts many of us in confusion is we do not know the personality of God. So when condemnation is attacking you, we think it's God. When discouraging thoughts are hitting you, think is gone. When fearful thoughts are hitting you, think is gone. Some even think, oh, this is just wise counsel. Because we do not know the personality of God. Many do not know the personality of God. Because they have not seen his character and his person in the world. Listen, if you are going to walk with God for long, if you are going to get to the heights and the places ahead in life, because this journey is not a one-day journey, it's a long journey. If you're going to go the long mile with God, you have to know Him. You have to know His personality. The journey we are on with God is not a one-day journey. It's a lifetime journey. It's a long one. And I tell you, mark it anywhere. Some of the people you are seeing today, you are sitting by. They didn't come with a car. They didn't even come with an Uber. You've seen them wear the same dress three months now. Some of these people are some of the next richest men in time to come. Some of these women, are going to be among the most influential women in Africa 
Is it a journey is long? So no matter how somebody looks today, or somebody treats you today, or misbehaves today, exercise restraints in how you react. Because sometimes it's not always not the person who offended you, you become greater than. It's not always like that. Sometimes the person who offended you will still become a boss somewhere that your company needs a contract. And how you reacted to their flaw will speak at that time. What we are used to, which happens a lot, truly, is that sometimes if somebody offended you, you become greater than sometimes too. See? Are you what I'm saying? Yeah. So we are not just in a a one-day temporal thing, just do what I feel like right now, do what I think I want right now, I will never need you, I will never. That's not how we live. Only fools live that way. Yeah. Only short-sighted people live that way. Yeah. God values men and he uses men. So you have to learn to respect men and to value men. Are you hearing me? Sir. Your tomorrow will be so bright. And when you tell somebody about your today, they will not believe it. Sometimes your tomorrow can just be one month's time. Sometimes it can be one year time. Sometimes three months time. But you see, the important things are those things that God seeks to establish in your person, in your character, for the future. Many of the things we are doing is not for today. Many of the teachings that God brings to us is not just for today. Many of the things we have to do is not just for today. I listen to me. Yeah. That's why you see, you must come to a place where, you see, you should not, for example, you should not be in this ministry for more than three months and not begin to mature. And not begin to mature aggressively in the things of God. I listen to me. Yeah. You, for example, you must bypass a place where you go to church because of convenience. The day is convenient church. There is no convenient. No! You still haven't left a certain level. You must leave that level. And listen to me. Yeah. You come to that place where no matter what happens, you have to be church. Because that is where God will feed you with his word. God will polish you. God will straighten you out for tomorrow. You must leave that place where you need to be followed upon. They will call you seven times. Yeah. The cellular or the first is not even sure you are going to come, so they will call you, they will start calling you on Thursday. <laughs> For Sunday service, they start calling you on Thursday. Thursday, they will call you twice, three times. Friday, they will call you. The closer the days are, the more the calls come. <laughs> are you sure you are not? Leave that level. Are you hearing me? Tell somebody, tell them, leave that left, leave that left, leave that left. Come on, tell them, come on, leave that left. Say, hey, 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 leave that left, hey, 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 leave that left. Leave that left. Are you here? Tell them, hey, leave, 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 leave that left. Leave that left. Are you here? Leave that left. Instead of them calling you, so many times, if a mishap, or let's say a situation happens where maybe you have, you have to be stranded or something is, you know, trying to prevent you, that is why the cell leader is there or the first leader is there. They are like your personal pastors. You see, in a bank, you have the general manager. Then when you have an accountant, they give you a personal banker. Mm -hmm. I listen. The cell leaders 
are like your personal markers. Are you following? Yeah. That's why I thought so that, for example, there will be one or two moments where maybe somebody doesn't have money to come to church. Money must never hinder somebody from being the presence of God to hear his word. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Because money is not more valuable, number one, than the life of the person, number two, than the word of God they are about to hear. Number three, that phase of their life is the I listen to nothing. Yes, sir. So you have to leave that level. Instead of them calling you Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, dawn. <laughs> come to that place, right? Leave that level and come to that place where you are rather calling your friends and those in your world to join you to change. Yeah. Don't make it an option for them. Make it compulsion for them. You see, because there's a saying if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Are listen to me? Yes, sir. And at every point in your life, you can make impact in other people's life. And you have to practice it. You have to practice it. You don't need to have five million dollars before you make impact. No. Simple things like the place you hear God's word, ensuring that that friend of yours, that friend of yours, is always there. That's important. Because the more, when you become that source or that means through which others are getting blessed, the blessing and the working of the Holy Ghost in your life multiplies. That's how this thing is. The one who is a blessing gets more blessed. That is why. Doing things just yourself, any everything just yourself, it does not move you. It doesn't expand you, it doesn't make you as great as when you begin to affect other lives. Let me show you a mystery before we close. The book of Job. The book of Job, chapter 42. Are you there, somebody? Sir. Oh, your life will never be the same again from today. Amen. The wisdom of God will be at work in you mightily. Amen. When you speak, others will hear God speaking. Amen. When you speak, your words will bless lives. Amen. No weapon fashioned against you will prosper. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Job 42, are you there? Sir. Let's come down to verse 10. Hallelujah. Now, what does it say? It says, And the Lord turned the captivity of Job. When? Keyword is when. The Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Hallelujah. All the book of Job he had been praying for himself, talking to God. Why this? When he prayed for his friends, his captivity was dead. Sometimes your solution is in solving other people's problems. Many times your blessing is in being a blessing to others. When he prayed for his friends, also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Another version says, And the Lord made up to Job for all his losses after he had made prayer for his friends. The day you begin to affect the lives of those around you, the lives of those you are sick, positively this way, get ready. Lifting the elevation is about to step into your life. I'm telling you, among all the things that you are doing, among all the things that you are learning, learn this to do this to I hear you. Sir. Deliberately. It won't come by chance. 
they won't come just because they are even your friends, because the devil doesn't even want them to hear what you are hearing. So you have to be deliberate about it. Say, bro, child, let's be a so be like, oh, ah, oh, Jimmy, so, ah. Because you don't see like that on that level. You insult yourself, hey, drunky boy, hey, all kinds of things. You have all kinds of funny names. Hey, Slimbozi, hey. Hey, Virgin Breaker, hey. All kinds of tips. <laughs> hey, Tumpazi, hey. <laughs> but you need to go beyond that. You need to go beyond that and make sure that he's blessed. I listen to me. Yes, sir. Yes. Because in the realm of the spirit, anyone that begins to make themselves a blessing becomes an outstretched arm of God. And so the grace. The anointing, the necessary strength and provision to make them become greater hand of God, greater outstretched hand of God released. Yeah. That's how this thing works. Let me show one more scripture before we close. Yeah. Are you here, somebody? Yes, sir. Proverbs 11. Uh, the Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Are you there? Verse 25, Proverbs 11, verse 25. He says, The liberal soul shall be made fat. Oh, Jesus. The liberal soul shall be made fat. The liberal soul shall be made fat. What is liberality? Generosity. Generosity is not only in the money you give, it's in the generosity of your heart. See, that is where true generosity begins. A generous person, when they are being blessed by something, they don't want to be the only ones being blessed. A generous person, when their food is very sweet, they don't want to be the only ones eating it. <laughs> At least I want you to taste some. But I know some friends of mine. <laughs> Job time, no friend. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, yeah, some are here, both male and female. Yeah. I don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> a generous person. See, sometimes they can even be watching a movie. Or I'm just trying to show you the mind and the heart of this thing. And the thing is, so nice, we got, which I have to watch, have to watch this. Hey. And they'll, they'll do everything for you just watch it. Just so that you can also experience the good emotion they experience. Generous heart. I'm saying, that's the kind of person that, when the resource is there, will buy what he likes, what he buy another one so that you can just wait. Bible says that person shall be fat, he shall be increased, he shall be multiplied. That's what it means. The liberal soul, because liberality here is talking about generosity. He's a giver, gives you his time, his sweat in prayer, his counsel, his money. He's a giver. Bible says the liberal soul, that soul. That kind of person, that general, shall be fat, shall increased. I listen to So when you start being liberal like that, generous like that, you are inviting others, you want others to also start being blessed, start coming under this covering as well. The Bible has already, you know, revealed what could happen to you. Elevation will come into your life. Hallelujah. Expansion will come into your life. Yeah. Increase will come into your life. Ooh. Because the liberal soul shall be made fat. And watch the second part of it. He says, And he that watereth shall be watered also himself. Mm. So the person who is watering others 
he himself shall also be what? Watered. So you that are making it, you that are, you are making the priority to make sure others are watered, to water others, you yourself also watered. Yeah. For example, social media page of the church, maybe the quotes and other things that come on there, they bless you so much. You don't want to be the only person you share it. You want somebody else to be blessed. You see, that those may be the starting points, but the heart behind it, God sees, the spirit world sees, and there'll be reward and recompense. That's why we, we are not quiet about it. We have to be deliberate about these things. Honestly, we have to be deliberate about these things, conscious about these things, and actually deliberate, you know, doing them. He that watcheth others shall himself also be watered. Let me read from the translation that will throw more light on it. The ISV translation it says, A generous person will prosper. Will prosper. This principle can run from it. A generous person will prosper. Who doesn't like prosperity? A generous person will prosper. They'll prosper, they'll prosper in their health, prosper in their finance, prosper in their company, their academics, prosper. prosper. Why do you think many of the students who are really, really good are the same ones who are sometimes teaching their friends? Mm. It's not always that because they were sharks after they were teaching their friends. Some of them, they began to understand the particular concept so well. And the more they taught, the more they understood it. It's true. Because the more you teach something, the more you understand it. A generous person shall prosper. He says, and anyone who gives water will receive a flood in return. So don't receive the same level, they'll receive a what? A flood. Uh, a flood. A flood uh, in return. Yeah. A flood in return. Make it your action plan. As we are stepping into the next half of the year, we are going to be liberal. We are going to be generous. I'm going to water others. Start it with the things of God. Start it with your church attendance. You're blessing them with, with, with messages in the ministry. Start it. I hear me. I hear me. It's for every member, everybody. Start it. Be consistent and deliberate about it. Start partnering with your fellowship leaders, your, your son leaders to, to, to do more than you were doing before. And watch what begins to fall in your life. I listen to me. Yes, sir. As you come to that place where you are trusting God, where you are understanding God, knowing His personality, and also becoming aware of these things, you are putting them to work. Hallelujah. You are putting them to work. You are putting them to work. Because your future is so bright. You will so flourish in this year of flourishing. You will so prosper in this year of flourishing. Hallelujah. No weapon fashion against you will prosper. Every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, you condemn in the name of Jesus. The scripture has said, Surely they shall gather for your sake, but not by me. Then they say that all those who gather for your sake, who who, 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 who gather against for you, shall fall down for your sake. Isaiah 54. Then no weapon, no weapon fashioned against you. No weapon fashion against you. Meaning that there were weapons that were even, they took you in consideration before fashioning those weapons. They took your weakness into consideration. They took your interest into consideration. He said, no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. You will excel. You are blessed and cannot be cursed. 
you are progressing in the name of Jesus. Every obstacle or challenge is bowing before you. Every opposition is crushing before you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you are increasing on every side. Favor is at work in your life. Favor is at work in your life. Before the mighty and the lowly, favor is at work in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, favor before God, favor before men is at work in your life. In the name of Jesus, your needs are supplied. Your needs are supplied. Testimonies are chasing you down. In the name of the Lord Jesus, too many testimonies that you can share. Too many testimonies that you can share. In the mighty name of Jesus, you are prospering. You are, prospering. You are progressing. You are advancing. In the mighty name of Jesus, where you have been delayed, double speed is locating you. Where you have been stuck double speed is working you in the name of the Lord Jesus yeah God you walk in the valley of the shadow of death you fear no evil for God is with you lift your voice and begin to bless his name now Come on, somebody lift your voice and give him praise. Come on, somebody lift your voice and give him praise. Shataka Rama Sukevaya. Shataka Rama Sukevaya. Ebando Simanda Baya. Kibanda Nabo Salama Mother of the Boshi Badabosi. Rako Sete Kibade. Rako Simanda Bada. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We are moved. We are moved. We are moved. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You are a 
are solid rock. You are our solid rock. You are our solid rock. You are our hope and our comfort. You are our assurance and our faith. Our hope and our comfort. Maserati akose mananda. Iba asunde menteke baskaba. Marino soto mamona raha. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We have moved. We've been shifted to a new realm, a new place of power, a new place of fruitfulness, a new place of testimonies and results, a new place of grace. As we're praying, the Lord opened my eyes and I saw a door. Heavy door opened, and on the other side of it was just glory and light and great beauty. And as the door was open, I just saw us walking through it, moving from the old realm to a new place, to a new realm. As I saw it, my heart leaped for joy. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Beloved, we have moved. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. God has sent on us. We've moved to a new realm. Hallelujah. A new place. Hallelujah. A new place of power. A new place of glory. A new place of grace. Your life is not the same again. Things have changed. Things have changed. Things have changed. New blessings. New favor. New grace. New authority. New power. Oh, Thank you, Lord Jesus. Wave your house to the Holy Ghost. Wave your house to the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. While we pray, I believe that there's something that the Lord communicated. And I had that note of victory for a long time now. I've been having that note of victory. One day I was praying. Multiple as I was praying, praying, and I was praying concerning the matter Then suddenly, while I was getting down, my eyes began to see the vision. And I saw great victory. I didn't know there was an angel in my room at that time. But suddenly he spoke from behind me. And it was that victory. You can listen to more inspiring 
uplifting and spirit-filled sermons and teachings from our man of God, Reverend Elijah, on Podbean, Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcast at Christ Glory Ministries. God bless you.